Thompson Guitars is a small custom shop in Oregon and is a proud sponsor of the Travis Book Happy Hour. They make handcrafted, vintage-sounding guitars for many different playing styles, from a dreadnought to parlor size. Go to pktguitars.com for more information. Hey everyone, Ed Helms here. You might know me as Andy from The Office or Stu from The Hangover, or you might know me as the co-founder of BGS. I know, I'm just as surprised as you. They let me co-found something. But here's the thing, we're doing it again. Yeah, this time we're leaping into our other deep love, the vast and vibrant world of country music with something we're calling Good Country. Now, this isn't just another newsletter. Think of Good Country as a place. A place where you can explore, learn, and dig into all of what makes country good. Seriously, country music has so much going on these days, and it's coming from so many different deep and soulful places, and we're here to cover all of it. Just as we've done for bluegrass and roots music at BGS for over a decade. So sign up now at goodcountrybgs.substack.com and let us bring you the many sides of country music straight to your inbox. Good country. It's a nice place to be. Hey, it's Cindy Howes from the podcast Basic Folk, where we have honest conversations with folk musicians. Check out our very special 250th episode featuring an interview and performance with Basic Folk co-host Lizzie No. I feel like most women I know have an experience where They've been working and working and working to perform and to execute and to please everyone else. And then things sort of fall apart a little bit in some way or another. And partying can actually be a really important step towards getting free because it shows you where you need to fall apart and being on the dance floor, like in community with Mm. other women and Mm -hmm. in community with queer people. Mm -hmm. Like for me, those experiences have been so important. This time, Lizzie is on the other side of the mic talking about and performing songs from their brand new album, Half Seas. Basic Folk's 250th episode with Lizzie No is streaming now on the Bluegrass Situation Podcast Network. Join us there or wherever you get podcasts. Hey, this is Travis Book. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What, um... Couple more questions. What characteristics of Tony's guitar playing do you think are the most underappreciated? Ooh, um, tuning, maybe. Ooh, good answer. <laughs> There's something about tuning the guitar uh, where you you can't really just use a tuner. You have to you get a re- like Tony would get a reference note from a A440 tuning fork, get that one note, and then depending on what key is in, where the capo is, and completely tune to that exactly perfect note in a way where it's tempered like a piano and the chords ring. And if, if it really matters what key you're in because if you do, you temper it to a D chord, you can the F and your G will sound good, but then you go play a bunch of open A, E chords, it's, it won't sound as good, so it really matters what key you're in, what chords are in the song, you know, it, 
it's the most amazing fine tuning ever. Welcome to the Travis Book Happy Hour Podcast. I'm Travis Book. This episode is brought to you by Americana Vibes and Thompson Guitars, makers of fine instruments handmade with love in Sisters, Oregon. On Christmas Day 2020, we lost the greatest flat top flat picker of all time, the incredible Tony Rice. I've been obsessed with Tony's music since the first time I came across it and immediately set to work putting together a tribute to this legend. He was a huge inspiration for me and all of my contemporaries, and I'm so grateful to Sean Lane, Lindsey Pruitt, and John Stickley for helping me produce this career retrospective. I love Tony Rice and his music, and this is my gift to him and any would-be fans of this musical luminary. The show ran nearly two hours, and I didn't want to cut anything out, so I split it into two episodes. This episode of The Happy Hour aired live on April 7th of 2021. The full episode with video of this and every happy hour can be viewed anytime at thetravisbookhappyhour.com. Gray Eagle in Asheville, the Pearl of Carolina. It's the Travis Book Happy Hour. Tonight, a tribute to the great Tony Rice. And now, your host, Travis Book. so much welcome to the great eagle this is the travis book happy hour tonight we pay tribute to tony rice an american icon guitarist singer band leader an essential basic ingredient in the musical stew that is bluegrass and related acoustic music tony left this plane on christmas morning of 2020 but it had already been 26 years since muscle tension dysphonia excuse me stopped him singing for people and his 2013 performance at the IBM May Awards may have been the last time he played guitar on stage. Tony's influence on music is immeasurable, his reverberations manifesting in overt and subtle ways in nearly every acoustic musician performing today. If you play acoustic music and you weren't deeply moved and influenced by Tony's singing, song selection, guitar playing, or sense of rhythm and timing, then one of your major influences certainly was. We don't have time for a full history or complete retrospective, but I did want to explore Tony from my perspective and put in context the music of his that meant the most to me. I've employed the skills of three of the finest musicians I know and three individuals who know and love this music 
in much the same way I do. John Stickley and I have played some of this music together for almost 20 years. Lindsey Pruitt is a veteran of the happy hour and a musician of the highest order. And Sean Lane, bluegrass royalty from the legendary band Blue Highway, knew Tony, performed with him, and like John and Lindsey and myself, is a direct descendant of the Tony Rice musical lineage. I'm honored that these three agreed to take on this project with me. So, without further ado, the music of Tony Rice.
So Tony grew up in California. He started playing with his brothers, Larry and Ronnie. And after moving back to North Carolina in 1965, he met Sam Bush and the Bluegrass Alliance at Carlton Haney's Festival in Reedsville, North Carolina. He was in the Alliance for a year, and then he joined J.D. Crow's band, The New South. He was in that band for four years, recording the, recording the landmark album, The New South, just months after Ricky Skaggs and Jerry Douglas joined the band. This occurrence was akin to Bill Monroe hiring Lester Flatt and Earl Scruggs. Crow's impeccable banjo timing, Rice's lead singing and rhythm guitar, and the vocal trio of Skaggs, Crow, and Rice is a style and aesthetic that's still copied today. Much of what you hear echoing through the halls of the hotel at IBMA or coming from a campground at a festival in North Carolina is reaching for this iconic feel and sound. Now, after four years with Crow, Tony returned to California to join the burgeoning David Grisman Quintet. Now, while DGQ is rehearsing and recording and generally getting it together to absolutely blow a giant hole in the bluegrass and acoustic music scene, Tony recorded his iconic self-titled album. It wasn't his first solo release, but it was sort of, released, but it was sort of his coming out party. And the song Sean just played, Don't Fall In Love With Me Darling," is, is one of my favorite tracks from that record. And it's probably among his best early vocal performances. In 1976, I'm getting there. In 1976, Tony's in California. DGQ is rehearsing. And legend has it that at rehearsal, Dog was like, hey, Tony, you got any tunes that we could work up? And Tony indicates that he, he like the story is he, he says, I can't write tunes. And of course, Dog, Dog kind of calls bullshit and says, he tells Tony that he absolutely could. That's the quote. And the next day, Tony showed up at rehearsal with this song called Swing 51.
It's my understanding that Grisman has said dog music was waiting for Tony Rice's guitar rhythm. That the music existed, the sound and the idea were there, but only when Tony left the New South and moved west to play with dog did that style really crystallize. It was a fusion of jazz and bluegrass, Django and Monroe, and Tony's guitar voicings and rhythm was the foundation. Here again, the second example of Tony and his guitar being an essential ingredient at the genesis of a distinct style of acoustic music that's still widely appreciated. So in 1979, Tony released two albums as the Tony Rice unit, Manzanita and Acoustics. Manzanita showed us all that you can have bluegrass without banjo. And this album remains a high watermark for an acoustic ensemble. Acoustics is Tony expressing his own version of new acoustic or dog music. This first song, Old Train, kicks off Manzanita. The second one we're going to play is a song titled Old Gray Coat that I learned from Chris Eldridge and Chris Pandolfi, whose birthday it is, by the way. Happy birthday, Panda. We would play this tune when I was living in my blue 1992 Ford Explorer in their driveway in Nashville as we were getting the string dusters off the ground. The Exploder, that's right. Bro Broke Mountain Tour Vehicle Extraordinaire. So we'll play you those two tunes. Well done, Stickley. Thanks. 
Um, okay, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to deviate from the script right now just to say that I'm so appreciative of you all for being here and all of you at home for tuning in and, and being part of this. This music means so much to us, and it makes me and I think all of us so happy to get to play it. So thank you so much for being here. So from 78 to 82, Tony's doing this really amazing thing where he's working on two opposite styles of acoustic music and acoustic guitar simultaneously. He's pushing boundaries with his own jazz-influenced acoustic music, releasing acoustics, Mar West, Still Inside, and Backwaters, which are all sort of this, a similarly themed group of records with the Tony Rice unit. And simultaneously, he was releasing these uber-traditional records like Skaggs and Rice and the Bluegrass Album Band, Volume 1 and 2. The Bluegrass Album Band is this nice little super band of J.D. Crow, Doyle Lawson, Tony Rice, Todd Phillips, Bobby Hicks, and starting with Volume 3, Jerry Douglas. It's it, an extension of, that, that band was a real extension of that New South sound that we all still copy and that I was talking about earlier. So Skaggs, is right, Skaggs and Rice, is, though, is the record that you're pointed to when you want to learn how to sing baritone in a bluegrass ensemble. It really is. Like, people will tell you that you just, you go listen to this record, you sing the third part. Um, it's, it, the record is legendary. It's simple, beautiful, with crystal clear singing and enunciation in the style of the Monroe Brothers. So Sean and I are going to do one of my favorites. It's called Where the Soul of Man Never Dies. Oh, we were supposed to do, we were supposed to do another tune there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we told you. My, I'm really sorry. We'll come back to it. Okay. I got ahead of myself right there. That's my bad. I mean, I put a lot of work into this, and now I can't even follow my own script. You want to take it? Yeah.
acoustic music for a minute. Okay. Now we'll play the song that we were supposed to play before that one. This is this is this is that tune, Old Grey Coat. And if you're wondering how I learned it, I have the tab book. You should check it out if you want to learn this album. It's very helpful. A lot of squirrely chords in this stuff.
Well, I had it designed so that we would play that, and then we would play that song that we played before, and then we would play this next tune. You know, I had the juxtaposition set up just right, but then I jumped ahead on the set list. And now we get to play two jazz tunes in a row. That's good. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, so we will, uh, we're going to play this, we're going to play this uh, really amazing tune. Um, No, this is what we're going to do. When we come back, we're going to take a short break for our sponsors. And when we come back, we'll get to it. We're going to play songs from this era. We're going to talk with Lindsay, John, and Sean. But first, I want to remind you that we count on your support. We don't do it without you. So you can contribute anytime at Venmo, Travis Book, or at paypal.me backslash Travis Book One. But first, a commercial break from our sponsors. Travis Book Happy Hour is brought to you by Americana Vibes, presenting the new album Common Ground by the Sweet Lilies and Trance Banjo by Chris Pandolfi, available everywhere your music is found. This episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you in part by Area 22 Guitars in beautiful Brevard, North Carolina. Area 22 carries the finest in America-made acoustic instruments and boutique tube amplifiers. Visit in person in the Brevard Lumberyard District or online at area22guitars.com. If you're enjoying the happy hour, tip the band and the crew anytime at paypal.me forward slash travisbook1 or Venmo at travisbook. And once again, your host, Travis Book. Thank you, Bill. And thank you all for tuning in. Tony's re Tony recorded a career's worth of original instrumental music during this era. And the pinnacle for me is on Mar West, the Mar West Still Inside compilation called Devlin. Tony is truly at his most unique and at the top of his game with regard to his comp composition and execution in this phase. And one of my favorites is called Neon Tetra originally from Mar West.
That's a lot. I'm hot. It's hot in here. So I love Tony's voice. I understand that he wasn't too fond of it, but um, it was simple and honest and pure, and I just, I loved it. This song, uh, this song we're going to do next is a song called Model Church. And I think, I think this song is, is, a, uh, is a beautiful reflection on how a place of worship can be an expression of God and a place to feel God's grace at its best. So we'll do our best. A song called Model Church. Wait a second. Did I jump? I think it's F sharp. Ah! I knew something sounded off. I'm sure it works in F too. <laughs> Oh, they'll soon be old. 
happy shore Our hopes were bright and fair Thank God we'll never sin again There'll be no sorrow That was fun. So in 1983, Tony released Church Street Blues. This album is just Tony and his guitar, and it is indescribable. Every song, a masterpiece. Just go listen. Stickley's going to play us a song from that album, but first I wanted to ask you, Stickley, do you remember your early impressions of Tony, Tony's music? Yeah, yeah, I really do. Uh, it was on the original David Grisman Quintet record, and uh, at the time, I was learning mandolin, and I was really struck by David Grisman's mandolin playing, everything about it. But then after m multiple listens and letting it sink in a little while, I was kind of, I kind of realized that the guitar was kind of making it all sound the way that it did. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny how that, that's, the guitar is sort of the underappreciated element of acoustic and bluegrass music, the rhythm guitar, I mm -hmm. think. Yeah, you know, I don't have to tell you. <laughs> no, I mean, and, and doing this show, you, you realize more and more, you're like, wow, like just, just to play perfect rhythm guitar with a little bit of cross-picking in it behind a vocal, to do it solo, like on Church Street Blues, I mean, it's, it's one of the most amazing things to hear someone truly do that, you know, trying to mimic it is really tough. It's really tough. We're going to listen to you do it anyway. Okay. What, <laughs> what um, a couple more questions. What characteristics of Tony's guitar playing do you think are the most underappreciated? Ooh, um, tuning, maybe? Ooh, good answer! <laughs> There's something about tuning the guitar uh, where you, you can't really just use a tuner. You have to, you get a, re like Tony would get a reference note from a A440 tuning fork, get that one note, and then depending on what key is in, where the capo is, and completely tune to that exactly perfect note in a way where it's tempered like a piano and the chords ring. And if, if it really matters what key you're in because if you do, you temper it to a D chord, you can, the F and your G will sound good, but then you go play a bunch of open A, E chords, it's, it won't sound as good. So it really matters what key you're in, what chords are in the song. You know, it, it's the most amazing fine tuning ever. That is such a good answer. I'm really glad I asked. <laughs> um, yeah. John Stickley, everyone. I mean, really. Um, and finally, John, what's your favorite guitar solo of Tony's? Oh, my gosh. Wow. Uh, probably Whispers of the North. That, that was my answer for a long time. That was your answer for years. <laughs> it's just got all my favorite licks. Um, and it does. It's got that sore, it's, and it soars it when it does hits the everything. second half. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah so the I'm going to go ahead and stick with that. For okay, now. good answer. Well, hey, uh, will you go ahead and play us a song off of Church Street Blues? I will try. I, there, is, there is no try, buddy. 
This, this gig only happens once, buddy. You got this. Hey, everybody, that's John Stickley on the guitar. Thank you. Something just a hiding out somewhere, someplace I ain't found. Any orphan, any are your Nashville nights still warm? Somewhere near the west of town is a coming up a storm. Are your rivers dark and muddy where the green swamp willows grow? Nine more days and I'll be home, Lord, back in off the road. Wish I was down in Asheville town about Fifth and Broadway Where the Cumberland rolls, a salt breeze blows, and woman ain't far away Well, here I sit in New York City just a-hanging out every day Any orphan, any, are your Nashville nights still warm? Somewhere near the west of town is a-coming up a storm Are your rivers dark and muddy where the green swamp willows grow? This has been the Travis Book Happy Hour Podcast. Thanks for listening. Huge thanks to John Stickley, Lindsey Pruitt, Sean Lane, Ariel Rosenberg, Andy Eubanks, Thompson Guitar, and Americana Vibes. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a positive review on your preferred platform. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Travis Book Happy Hour, and full unedited episodes with video can be viewed anytime at thetravisbookhappyhour.com.